The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What does that do? Did that blow your mind? That just happened. Welcome back, everybody. Another episode of The War Room on In This League. Please check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash ITLArmy. If you would, we've got all kinds of great stuff for, for you there. Group me rooms, baseball rankings for all you baseball fans. I'll have updated dynasty rankings at the end of this month as well for some of the current players and uh you know ck and i are starting to work on uh rookie rankings i don't officially rank them until after the draft because team context is so much but i'll have a general you know ranking of these guys going into the draft of course ck and um at c-o-p-i-e-p-s for ck on the twitter machine at bogman sports for myself ck so much to talk about today We've got the draft order set for 1 through 18. We've got defensive prospects to go over. And we watched maybe one of the worst national title games in national title game history. I mean, I expected it to be Georgia uh, pretty easy here. I didn't think it would be that easy. We were broadcasting it, and it was a disaster, right? After those great semifinal games with the TCU, Michigan, and Georgia, Ohio State that were so great, you at least had to hope for to be competitive into the fourth quarter. It wasn't competitive into the second quarter. I forget where I saw it, but somewhere I, I read somewhere that it was Georgia 13 and a half was the spread. Georgia covered 13 and a half every single quarter. They outscored TCU by 13 and a half. It was a, it was a blowout, man. It was, it was tough to watch actually at times. It was, it was so bad. I think it was 31 seven with a minute 19 left in the first half. And uh, we were broadcasting it on the ITL Twitch. And I said, if Georgia scores again, I'm going to turn this off at halftime. And they did. I didn't think they would with a minute 19 left, but Max Duggan threw that terrible interception. I just trying to do anything he could with the ball. It's not necessarily all his fault, but uh, you know, I mean, just a bad decision and Georgia scores again. And it was over at halftime. I mean, those guys were eating chicken wings, uh, I saw on uh, on the sideline like before halftime. So uh, yeah, just get those a guys a sponsorship. Get those guys an NIL deal. Any ones exactly. that are staying around, get them an NIL deal. Popeyes or well, speaking of Popeyes and NIL deal, did you see the Popeyes I, kid I with the side eye? That. that is yeah. awesome. Oh, it's good so job great. by Popeyes to take advantage of that. Yeah, his uh, his what was it? His high school team won the state championship, and he's off to college now. And uh giant kid i mean big offensive lineman so uh just just fun stuff all around mm-hmm. I, I love that the kid with the meme is making some money off of his everyone in the world has seen that kid's face mm-hmm. so he should make a little uh, scratch off of it i like that well normally we start out with uh some prospect stuff but uh right now we have the draft order for at the very top ck so let's start with that and the texans did it they pissed away a chance at uh, being able to pick 1-1 overall. I don't know how much it's going to matter for them, um, you know, but it was just funny. The writing was on the the wall for Lovey Smith to be out after year one before the game played, and I think everyone feels like it's a big middle finger to the Texans by, by him. He knew he was going to get fired, so uh, sent those guys out to win. But if it was that easy, he would have sent him out to win every week. You know what I mean? And they would have mm-hmm. been uh, undefeated. Those guys played hard for him, and they ended up with a win, which was, you know, 
you're a Texans fan. I don't ever really hate a win um, because it shows that the team is moving in the right direction. But this is the one time where I would have been like, just take the L, man. Get that 1-1. Because even you can trade out of it, uh, even if you're moving a couple spots back and add more stuff. And when you're picking at 1-1, generally, you need to trade out of that spot and get more things. But um, I, think I don't know the Bears Bear- are going to do. I think that's what the Bears want to do, right? I think they want to trade out of that spot now. I love this. Because- if you're a Bears fan? Well, not not only if I'm a Bears fan, but as a Steelers fan, I love this too. Oh, yeah. Because the sure. Bears traded that second round pick to the Steelers for Chase Claypool. So that's now the first pick in the second round. But Bears are picking one. I'm with UCK. We'll get to it in a minute. Uh that they are probably trading out of that. Then uh in the top five, you have Houston, the Cardinals are three, the Colts are four, and Seattle gets Denver's pick, which would have been five. Detroit gets the number six overall pick which was from the rams and the stafford trade then we have vegas at seven atlanta at eight carolina at nine and philly with the 10th pick uh because they have the saints first round pick so that is your top 10 and like you said ck chicago's got to trade out of this unless they want to replace justin fields i don't i don't think they do but now by getting the first overall pick you can have anyone you want. You don't have to wait on, uh, you know, whoever's picking in front of you. And you can, you know, feel free to trade out of this spot, too, if someone falls in love with a quarterback and get the, you know, I think the general deal is three first-round picks for a first overall. You know, it's whatever you, wherever you pick this year, probably in the top 10 um, or 15, somewhere in that neighborhood. And then two more first-round picks is the general uh, stance most teams have. I don't think they want to drop too far though. Right. I don't, Yeah, they really want one of the two big defensive line players. We'll talk about, I would assume Jalen Carter or Will Anderson. So the easy one is just say Indianapolis moving up from four to one. That's the one that's going to be easily speculated there. If Indianapolis finds the quarterback they want, as far as replacing Justin Fields, other than his rushing ability, are we sure Justin Fields is still a good quarterback? Now he's great for fantasy, but as far as an NFL team, are we sure he's a great quarterback? I'm not sure he's better than Bryce Young throwing the ball. He's he's an amazing athlete, and he's great for fantasy, but he also wasn't drafted by the new Bears GM. Is it Ryan? I forget his last name. Poles, I think. Something Poles, like that. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So he did not draft Justin Fields, so it's possible. We saw the Cardinals go back-to-back years with a first-round pick, Josh Rosen, and then they had a new GM. They had a new coach who is now gone, but they took uh, Cliff Kingsbury. Or Cliff Kingsbury took Kyler Murray. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's in this league. No one uh, asked you anything ever, so whomever's name is... In this league. Why don't you take a letter opener and stick it in your skull? Hey! Let's see. I suppose it's possible they could take Bryce Young or DJ Stroud or Will Levis, whoever they like the most. I don't know that it's fair um, to kind of... to. Justin Fields has no targets. I mean, it's Cole Komet, 
Darnell Mooney is very good, and we saw a little connection there, but it was like, okay, well, Fields is banged up, and then Mooney is banged up. Like, this this offense definitely has not been 100%. And the Bears get down in games, and they force him to throw the ball, and when you know the pass is coming, it, it's easier for defensive linemen to pin their ears back, defensive backs to play back a couple steps, uh, try to jump a route. Um, it's just easier when you know what's coming, you know? Sure. So. I don't know that Justin Fields may not be good. And I can tell you from the first like three weeks or four weeks, I was questioning him as an NFL quarterback at all because uh, he looked so bad. Then he went on a tear where he looked like an MVP candidate and then he kind of fizzled out at the end again. So I'm not really sure where I stand on fields. Um, I, I can streaky, see right? other. Yeah. I mean, look, how about Atlanta trades for him? And then Chicago, uh, you know, uses that one, one still uh, I'm, I'm fine with that too. That's a running system. You have targets there, given Pitts, give Drake London um, and a run first team. So you're not ask, asking him to throw the ball, uh, you know, 40 times. So well, let's, let's look at those know. top 10 teams and which teams are actually interested in a quarterback, right? So Houston is going to be interested in a quarterback. They're picking two. Indy at four mm-hmm. wants a quarterback. Seattle, I think they're just going to resign Geno. I don't really see them taking a quarterback there. Detroit, I suppose they could, but it's not their biggest need, right? It's certainly not their biggest need. Vegas needs a quarterback. Atlanta, yeah, does. I don't, I'm not ready to pass up on one of these high-end guys for Desmond Ritter. And Carolina is desperate in need of a quarterback. So that's half the top 10 picks needs a quarterback. And there's only four that we think are going to go in the first round. I, I think you might be, um, you know, Geno is old. You know, I mean, I know he played very well this year, but uh, I think he's uh, closer to my age than he is closer to some of these rookies coming out. You know what I mean? So um, it at least has to be in the back of Seattle's mind. And this is one of those scenarios where if you, if a team falls in love with a guy, they're willing to move, you know, the, the sun and the earth to get him. So uh, I don't think we can count out Seattle or even Detroit. And, and it's not that, the guys that are there are bad. Gino play Gino was great this year and they're in the playoffs. I mean, they still have a shot to go deeper. Um, we know Jared Goff is streaky. He was in and out, but he's got, there are no excuses for him anymore. I mean, he's got a Monterey's going to get Jamison back. The run game is good. The O line is good. All that he's missing from is like a premier tight end. Um, but I could see Dan. You, tell me you can't see Dan Campbell falling in love with Will Levis. That that would be the one that he would seem to like, right? That's your your grinder guy. He's gonna he's gonna go after it. <laughs> That's bite, a, was it a bite, kneecap bite biter if you've ever Will seen Levis. one. Yeah, Will Levis. So uh you could see that. And then, you know, uh same thing uh with Vegas. Uh you know, obviously Derek Carr is out there. They're gonna trade him or cut him. Um, you know, Atlanta needs that I Desmond Ritter ain't, ain't gonna be the guy, I don't think. You know, I don't know that it's fair to judge them off a couple of games. So if they want to, if they want to sit where they are, take the best player available because they need so much, or maybe even trade back from that spot instead of trading up, Atlanta really can do anything. Their roster is so rough that they can do kind of whatever they want. Uh, the rest of the, the field that we know in terms of the draft order, uh, Tennessee is picking at 11. Cleveland is picking at 12, although the Texans have their pick. Uh, the Jets at 13, Patriots at 14, Packers at 15, Commanders at 16, Steelers at 17, and Lions at 18. I told you the Steelers would screw up that pick and just miss miss the playoffs. You know, they were uh, a top five pick earlier this season, end up at 17 and no playoff spot, exactly where you want to be. So it was a rough weekend for both of us, that. man, as Steelers fans and Packers fans. It was a rough weekend. At least your team won. My team just needed to win and couldn't get it done. But I mean, it's just so sad watching the, you know, what they say the first time since 2000, no Packers, Patriots or Steelers in the playoffs. And in the AFC, it's the first time since 01, no Patriots, Steelers or Colts in the playoffs. You know, that's Roethlisberger, uh, Manning and Brady right there forever. So uh, none of those teams in the playoffs, but um We'll see what happens. And then, you know, we're still sorting out the rest of it. Uh, wild card round uh, losers will know by this time next week and then so on and so forth. And we have the Hula Bowl 
coming up. Pool this Bowl weekend, is yeah. uh, this weekend, right? So uh, we will have coverage on that for uh, next week's episode as well. So let's dive in and talk about some of these defensive prospects, CK, because, um, you know, this is a huge part of the ball. And, uh, you know, you're going to hear me talk about IDP a lot on this show. And if you decide to jump into an IDP league, which I highly recommend, it just makes the draft so much more fun for you to watch. You know, if you're only looking for wide receivers, running backs and quarterbacks, Okay, but I mean, you're going to be waiting till, uh, you know, day three to see a lot of those guys go, um, you know, which makes the the guys in round one and two. But I mean, the first round is so long. The first round is four hours. You're going to wait 15 minutes between picks and then not know the defensive lineman pick. Don't don't be that guy. Come on. Come play some IDP. Enjoy it. You can start with three. You can go all the way up to 11. Uh, this is my used car salesman pitch right here. CK's laughing at me, by the way. Do you, you guys play 11? Do you play 11 a lot? Yeah, I, my home league's 11. Mm-hmm. Is it? Okay. So I don't yeah, have any 11s. It, I do not have any 11s. And this is a guy who loves the draft, so I do not play well, any 11s. But Well, we do the, uh, the you know, I have the individual defensive podcast here with Gary Davenport. Mm-hmm. We play 11 in the listener league as well. He has deathmatch where we play 11. So I've, I've got a lot of those. But I have to join one of those this year. The, it, it's fun. And look, um, you probably shouldn't say this if you're being a used car salesman, but dive in feet first and go the full 11 if you want to start. But if you're a commissioner, you want to go to IDP and you're getting a lot of pushback from your league because people don't want to do the extra research. I always compare it to if you're a fantasy baseballer, you would not want to draft a pitching staff, right? It, doesn't that feel terrible? I mean, you don't want to, you don't want to draft, uh, you know, you don't want Frankie Montas when you have Garrett Cole, you know what I mean? You don't want Frankie Montas's ERA affecting Garrett Cole. It's the same thing on the defensive side of the ball. There's one week link, uh, you know, you're getting roasted. So, um, anyway, this is my used car sale salesman, my used car sales pitched for, uh, IDP, but anyway, we're going to look at the defensive side of the ball. A lot of good defensive prospects this year, as are our every single year. Um, a lot of edge, a lot of interior guys. Um, not so many inside linebackers. We'll get to it, uh, but lots of corners and almost no safeties. I mean, the safety class this year is rough. But um, we had more declarations, and we're going to have one more episode of declarations after this because the deadline we looked it up is Monday, uh, the 16th. So. Um, who were the guys that decided to make the trek to the NFL draft this year or this week? Excuse me. Okay. So we're going to burn through some of these. So Hunter Lepke is a, I don't usually, this might be the only fullback that's drafted in the entire draft this year. (laughs) He is, I think he had over 600 yards rushing from North Dakota state this year. Think, uh, much more of a ball carrier, like a H back option. Think Chris Cooley type of player who can get some passes, run the ball. He probably a day three guy. We're going to, Bunch of wide receivers here. Ronnie Bell, you've mentioned you like a lot. We talked about Marvin Mims last week. CJ Johnson, we talked about in the bowl games. I don't know if I ever talked about Malik Knowles. Malik Knowles is a wide receiver from Kansas State. Big guy. Jared Wayne, I don't think it's drafted from Pittsburgh. Grant DeBose had the weirdest offseason ever where he he's a wide receiver from Charlotte. He went into the transfer portal. He decided, nope, I've decided I'm going to go back to Charlotte. And then like the very next day, he said, nope, I'm not going to Charlotte. NFL draft, <laughs> here I come. So we'll see. He actually is very good. So I think he'll get drafted. Davis Allen's a tight end from Clemson, uh, does kind of struggles with separating. Just yesterday, we heard Luke Whipler. That is a center from Ohio State. I said, it's good center class. Steve Avila, one of the rare TCU players that I thought actually played fairly well in that game. He held up <laughs> decently well against Jalen Carter, who we'll talk about. The snaps were no issues. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, offensive tackle. So Jalen Duncan is an offensive tackle from Maryland. We talked about him in the Bulls. Here's some first round pick options. Paris Johnson and DeWan Jones are both offensive tackles from Ohio State. Both of those are first round pick possibilities if you're looking for an O-line. Paris Johnson, more technically sound. DeWan DeWan Jones is just huge. Just a massive human being. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. 
But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Every day, our world gets a little more connected. But a little further apart. But then, there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's not what you did, son, that angers me, son. It's who you did it to. Who? Nobody? But nobody. ITL. I've seen Paris Johnson mock the Steelers maybe a So That'd be okay. Um, I think yeah. you'd like that one. I, I would be okay with it. I'm just kind of convinced they won't draft an old lineman to start, but we'll see. Uh, KJ Henry is a edge from Clemson. Mozzie Smith, we talked about another edge. Mike Morris is an edge. Habakkuk Baldonado is an edge player. Jalen Carter, we're going to talk about a lot. He officially declared. DJ Dale is an Alabama player. Here's a good one. Byron Young is a defensive lineman from Alabama. Here's a factoid for everybody. There's going to be two players named Byron Young get drafted, likely on day two, both of whom are edge players from the SEC. Byron Young is Alabama and Byron Young is Tennessee. It can be very confusing because they also play very similarly. So somebody's got to get a nickname, man. That's I mean, right. Somebody. We can't got, go with BY, right? We can't just say BY because there's can't that one's already it. taken. Yeah. So. The, well, yeah. I'm Bryce Young. Yeah. That's right. So, yeah. so uh, too many, the too many BYs. So, uh, you know, um, it, it, it'll be, you know, when we had Chris Young's in uh, baseball, we had Chris Young, SP, and then Chris B. Young was the outfielder for the D backs. So, you know. Wait for uh, Dane Brugger. He'll figure out a middle name or something. I don't, I don't oh, know any middle names. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I don't know any middle names for you, but Byron yeah, Young, yeah. It'll Alabama. be uh, Byron Young, type A blood, Byron Young, <laughs> exactly. uh, O positive. Right. So uh, Keandre Coburn, we talked about him. He's the huge defensive tackle from Texas. DJ Turner is a corner from Michigan. Julius Brents, I like as a corner from Kansas State, built like a corner. And Keely Ringo, we'll talk about today. He acquitted himself nicely in the college football playoff championship. Those are the ones that are going to the NFL that I wanted to talk about. Now, people that are going back to college, Cam Rising mentioned quickly is back to Utah. Your buddy Spencer Rattler, the quarterback <laughs> at South Carolina, is heading back. Jordan Whittington, the receiver for from his Texas. tenth year. I mean, uh, I think it's seriously his seventh year. Hey. So, what is it? The, what's the line from Tommy Boy? They're, they call him doctors. If you're yeah, back. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people go to college for seven years. years. Yeah, they're called doctors. That's right. Uh, Johnny Wilson next year. So Florida State's going to be awesome next year. I'm so excited to watch Florida State. Johnny Wilson is probably six foot seven, six foot eight, like Mike Evans sized wide receiver. He decided to return a couple tight ends here. Cade Stover from Ohio State, Ben Urasek, Frank Keithy, Cooper Beebe is a good interior lineman going back to Kansas State. All the Clemson guys are, well, not all the Clemson guys are going back, but Clemson is usual, extremely deep on defense. Tyler Davis, Xavier Thomas, and I finally heard him say it. It's Rook, the H's are silent. So it's Rook or, 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 O. I never actually heard him say Oro. it. Yep, that's how he says it. And then J.J. Weaver, Edge from Kentucky, and here's the big two. So first, Jared Verse decided to go back to Florida State. So I'm just talking about how excited I am to watch Florida State. I was shocked when I saw it. I thought, at this time last year, right, we were talking, was it going to be Aiden Hutchinson or Kayvon Thibodeau? And then Trayvon Walker just climbed up the board. If there was someone who was going to do that this year, yeah, I would have guessed Jared Verse. So that is probably the second top. We were pick. texting about it. And yeah. I just um, look, I, I there are some guys. I remember Matt Liner talking about it, right? Where Matt Liner was like, well, my dream was to play at USC. So I'm going to stay for the extra year because uh, this is what I've always wanted to do. And, um, you know, stay for the extra year. It didn't work out for him, but he did stay uh, the extra year. Uh, and, and then, you know, but we've seen so many guys go back as a top 10 talent and then go in the third round the next year, go in the fourth round. I mean, quarterbacks are extreme. Some of them go undrafted uh, in those scenarios. Right. Um, so I was just, you, you're making money in college now. So it's not all about the money. 
Um, but I mean, it is like, you know, it's guaranteed for you. If you picked in the first round, you're getting four years worth of that cash and a fifth year option. If you're good, um, that teams can pick up. So, um, uh, a little surprising to see verse go back, but you know, it, it's the nature of the beast these days. Yeah. I was, I was surprised. I, I posted a video before he went back in the war room, uh, group me room and where he was at Albany still. And he tracked down, I mean, he's 10 yards behind Sean Tucker and he chases him down <laughs> and he's right on his heels. So that is, shows the type of athlete is I think if he has a good year, he's, he's pretty much a lock top 10 pick at that point for me, but we'll see. Maybe he gets hurt. The president of the Jared verse fan. Club I, I, I am right there. I am is hyping. CK. I want to drive <laughs> that train next year, man. Uh, the other surprising one, I think that went back, we heard it was 50, 50 and Blake Corum went on the rich Eisen show and said that he hurt his MCL. I forget if he said he tore it or, we knew he had a knee injury and he did officially talk about the knee injury. And he said that he was going to struggle to do any of the combine 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 and any of that anyways. And so when he said that, he said, I'm decided to come back to Michigan for an extra year. I guess with the injury, it makes sense to me at that point. And at this point, he, there's always going to be juniors or draft eligible players next year, like Travion Henderson or Braylon Allen, that'll maybe overtake him. But I could see Blake Corin going back and having a Zach Charbonnet like year and still being a, probably a pretty early day two guy. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's exactly what you said with the entry. This one was less surprising. I think if he was healthy enough to go through the combine and all that stuff, um, then, you know, he would probably uh, be right there. He'd be in this class because he would, and he would be in that top three of Bijan Gibbs and it would be quorum uh, probably for me uh, third year, but with the NFL kind of moving running backs down the board overall as a position, you know, and the success of some guys recently, James Robinson undrafted was a pro bowler. Zonovan Knight this season, we saw play very, very well after going undrafted. Right. So, um, you know, you just can't, it's, it's more risky for a running back than it is for an edge guy. Jared verse could suck this year. He'll still go in the fourth round. Right. Because people saw that upside from last year. They'll decide that he was definitely dealing with an injury or we can fix him and get him back to the guy he was before. Um, you know, Blake Corum, if he sucks this year, he goes undrafted. So he's betting on himself. It is a bit of a gamble, um, but I like it for him. And I think he can do it. And he's still behind one of the best offensive lines in the nation in Michigan. Probably going to have to deal with a new coach, though. So. We'll see because Jim Harbaugh looks to have got himself into a little bit of trouble uh, at Michigan here. So we'll see if he takes an NFL job. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think a lot's going to change at Michigan, even if Jim Harbaugh goes. So it's not like they're going to bring in Cliff Kingsbury uh, to Michigan. Wouldn't that be awesome? That'd be amazing. It'd remember be awesome they, if they remember just when they hired Rich Rod. Jobs, remember when they hired Rich Rod to run God. the spread there with uh, what was the guy who didn't tie his shoelaces? Yeah, that was, uh, uh, was Denard, Denard Robinson. Robinson. Yep, there we go. Yeah. Oh. Here's to you, Denard Robinson. <laughs> yeah, they made the whole song about him and everything. Awesome. Ooh, we are showing our age here a little bit. Yes, we um, are. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. Verse and and Corum, um, you know, going to be, it's going to be fun to watch them again. I'm a little disappointed mm-hmm. they're not in this class, but the class is deep. So let's get into it. Uh, we're going to start with edge rushers. So CK, tell us about the edge rushers in this class at the top. All year, it was kind of which Alabama would player would go number one, depending on who you want, what spot you needed, right? If it was going to be Bryce Young, if you wanted a quarterback, or if you wanted defense, Will Anderson. I think it's it's a little closer. Jalen Carter is going to get mentioned in that top area now, too. We saw CJ Stroud. So there's some talk about the top again. But Will Anderson, when I was doing these grades, he grades out higher for me than any edge player since Nick Bosa. And so that's yeah. all the guys last year, right? Aiden Hutchinson, Trayvon Walker, Kayvon Thibodeau. Chase Young, to me, you have to go all the way back to Nick Bosa. And that's that's really good. That's really high praise for him. Now, I don't want to sell the scat line, but it's a really impressive stat line. The last couple of years, he's combined for 152 tackles, 48 of them for loss, and 27 and a half sacks. And that is, you can say, Alabama has so many options that he can't get double teams. No, he, he feel, fights through plenty of double teams. Like, they will chip him with running backs, and he just pushes off. the With, with his size profile, the ability that he has to turn around a tackle on the offensive line and bend his body to ridiculously low levels to the ground for a plan that size and then not fall over and still keep rushing the passer is very impressive for a player that 
I said he basically, if he would have been eligible to get drafted last year, he probably goes in the top five. Now he didn't have that opportunity. So the question was, okay, well, he's already proven what he's done. Will he just kind of slow down a little bit this year to make sure he doesn't get hurt? Nope. He still went extremely hard and still helped Alabama almost get to the playoff. Just a game like that's there. the one gear, you know, you have mm-hmm. a motor the the you don't ramp it up. It's on and off. That's it. You know, the only knock that you can make on him and it's a very, it's very nitpicky would be because he is so athletically dominant. You don't see all the rip moves, the swim moves, the chop moves on him, which it works for him at Alabama and the NFL the tackles get better, right? So he's going to need to have some type of a counter move in place for when he does get locked up by a tackle. And I, I don't think that there's any question that he can develop it though, either. Yeah. I mean, you saw a guy, uh, you know, just because I watched the Steelers and, and listen to everything about the Steelers, Alex Highsmith has probably one of the best spin moves now. Um, he did not have that coming in the NFL. That's something he learned from his coaches and from other players on the team and stuff. And, um, most guys come in with like a dip and rip and they just use their strength uh, for bull rush a lot. There's a lot of speed guys just get outside the tackle. They don't have multiple moves. They don't have an inside move, a swim move, things like that. So these are things that most edge guys um, learn at the NFL level, because when you're, you know, when you're will Anderson dominant, all you know is I'm bigger, I'm faster, I'm stronger. And I'm going to run this MF in front of me right over. So um, he'll learn moves for sure at the next level. And once he adds that, it's going to be hard to stop him. Like you said, he's going to be in that Nick Bosa, TJ Watt, uh, you know, type of territory. Miles Garrett's in there, of course. So um, he seems like that's what he's going to be. And we heard last year, um, you know, this would have been the number one edge rusher on the board last year when we saw all those edge rushers go in the first round and first overall Trayvon Walker, everyone says Will Anderson uh, would have gone over him. So uh, just a very impressive young man. And um, you know, I watched him against Texas. Uh, he was, he was in that backfield a lot. So um, he's going to be, he, I think right now on the board, he's first or third. He like if the bears stay and they decide they don't take a quarterback, it's Will Anderson. If not, then the Cardinals are picking at three unless they want to trade out of that spot. How does he not go three? They need they, JJ Watts retiring. Uh, they need help along that line. So um, very, very high pick for Will Anderson for sure. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, that dang old... In this league. Talk about www.wcom.me, you made you go click, 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 click. It's real easy, man. Uh, I don't know what you're saying, but that, that's what's going on here. Yeah, he, he is one, though, that it doesn't really matter if you're playing 4-3 or 3-4. That's, that's something you can talk about with, with edge players is his body type. I think he can play 3-4 outside linebacker. No matter what, you're going to ask him to rush the passer, right? Yes. Because as we move down, we'll talk next. will be Miles Murphy. It would have been Jared Verse. We'll talk Miles Murphy here. He's bigger than Will Anderson. He's taller than Will Anderson. He's heavier than Will Anderson. He he's one that I don't really want him playing three four outside linebacker. You want him in a four three system where he can 
play a defensive end and rush the passer. Uh, he's amazing at anchoring against the run. Sometimes Clemson, surprisingly, with as much talent as they have, will ask him to cover running backs out in the flat, and he does it like great. I don't know why they ask him to do that, but they mm-hmm. will ask him to cover running backs, and he does it. He's definitely not as athletic as my, as Will Anderson. He's not going to bend as much as Will Anderson, but I would just say Miles Murphy is really solid on a team that has a lot of talent. He doesn't stand out, but he does everything really well. And he's someone that should be another top 10 pick probably at this point, top 15, I would say almost guaranteed, but I could easily see a team. You mentioned the Falcons, right? They always need pass rush help. I think that Miles Murphy would be a great fit if they decided to take defense. Yeah. I mean, um, a lot of teams need help, especially a lot of teams uh, picking early. I mean, who could not use this guy? Maybe the Colts, you know, and and anyone could use him. Uh, It's just that, uh, the Colts are, that's the, one of the few positions they're actually set at. Uh, so, uh, probably not going there, but uh, I could see him going anywhere else. Great candidate for the bears. If they trade down, mm-hmm. I feel like. I don't think the bears want to trade down. They want one of these defensive players. There's really four or five. I think that it can't drop too far. The next one would be the, probably the last edge that you don't want to miss out on. That's Tyree Wilson. So he is the only one so far of these top end players that's committed to the senior bowl. And that's fine because you actually have to earn a degree. And I don't think Will Anderson will not have done that yet. Neither will Miles Murphy. Tyree Wilson starts his career at Texas A&M before transferring to Texas Tech. Tyree Wilson is the just freak athlete or freak size more so than even athletic. 6'6", 275. The official listing that I saw is 86-inch wingspan, meaning he has three-foot-long arms, 36-inch arms. So we talked about Skaronsky is going to get knocked for 32-inch arms. That's that's why we get knocked for that, right? His yeah. arm length is four inches longer, meaning he can push someone like Peter Skaronsky back, and then can he just hold off? And when you have size like that, you can put it pretty much play him anywhere. He could play defensive tackle if you wanted to put him at defensive tackle instead of edge. He'd be small at 275, but as long as he can hold up, right, and hold up against the run, he to do that. You could put him as edge in a 3-4 system. You don't really want him as as an outside linebacker, right? You don't want him there, but you could put him as a D-end and tell him, okay, hold up in these 3-4 systems and eat at that size, eat some linebacker, eat some offensive linemen to let the linebackers make some plays. He doesn't really have a lot of moves at this point. His thing is he's just probably has the best bull rush of any of these guys. He's just really, really strong at that size, and he pushes men back into the quarterback. And I don't see why he can't develop more moves at the next level. And with size like that, teams are going to, some team will fall in love with Diary Wilson, I think. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you. And uh, just looking at this, I mean, New Orleans uh, could be a spot for him. Uh, Tennessee, Pittsburgh, I'd love to see him fall, but you know, like they probably screwed that up by winning games at the end of the year. Uh, but uh, I, I would love to see him fall, especially if Cam Hayward, uh, does end up retiring. So it's a good, it's uh, a good comp for Tyree Wilson. Actually, Cam Hayward is another really big athlete that kind of looks like Tyree Wilson. Just massive. Also, mm-hmm. long arms for a Cam, and you see Cam, uh, you know, play in the pass game a lot. A lot of deflections. Steelers led the league in picks this year, and a lot of that was line deflections. So we move to the Georgia guy who did not play in the national championship game or the playoff or most of the season. That would be Nolan Smith. He tore his pec muscle early in the season, and he you saw him on the sidelines. I know they interviewed him after the game, and he was talking it up, and seems like a really good he guy. He went out for the coin flip. Did he? Yeah. 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 Uh, eight games he played. He still made 18 tackles, seven for loss. He had three sacks. He is a former number one overall recruit, not just at linebacker. Overall, he was the top-rated recruit in the country when he got there, so he has had a pedigree for a long time. And we know how good Georgia's defense is. They put so many players in the NFL draft in the first round specifically, but Nolan Smith is another one. Like he's really, he's an excellent run defender. He gets down the line of scrimmage. He's his lateral ability, the ability should you to start running one way or another in the league where we're getting more and more read option plays where you have to be able to guard a running back, but also hold your own in case the receiver or in case the quarterback keeps the ball. I think Nolan Smith's going to be great at that. The knock on him is going to be, he's 6'3", 235 is pretty tiny for an edge player. So you're going to hear the tweener. Is he a linebacker? He's not really an edge player. I don't know. Good players are good players, right? So right. I, he can get to the quarterback. I'm sure some team will take a chance on him. If, if the pectoral is good enough and we get to see him in the combine things, that will only help him. Yeah. I, I'm excited to see what, if anything he can do, I think probably more likely uh, to see him go with just the pro day. A lot of those guys that are coming off an injury will just do the pro day. You get a little more favorable numbers 
at the pro day. Plus most of the people that, um, you know, most of the scouts that would end up drafting, you will be at your pro day anyway. Uh, so I think that's probably most likely, but I would love to see him, uh, in, in the combine. I just don't know how realistic it is because torn pecs are bad. They take a long time uh, to recover from, which is why I was so fearful that TJ Watt did it week one. You know, uh, I bet you he'll be having surgery in the next couple of days here, whatever, uh, to fix it too. So, um, but uh, yeah, uh, Nolan Smith, like you said, good players are good players. A little skinny. I think someone will probably either a- ask him to, uh, you know, stay exactly where he is and just make him an outside linebacker or bulk up and play end. So yeah, I think, uh, I think his body could put on, there's some players when you look at him, you think, well, they can't really add weight. I think Nolan Smith could put on 15 pounds and not really lose a whole lot for you. So that's why some, you get him in an NFL strength coach is room, right? And you just trust these guys to do, to make your good players even better. That's, that's what it comes down to at some point, right? That's why these NFL nutritionists do, they yeah. know what to do. You know, you see a lot of these guys transform once they get to the NFL, you know, a couple off seasons and now they're absolutely yoked. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last edge we're going to talk about. So I have not seen much Lucas Van Ness. I will admit this is the one I've seen the least amount of. I know there's some people who love him. So I figured I, we need to talk about Lucas Van Ness. And so I watched what I could find on him. Now, he could have went back to school two more years, but he chose to go to the NFL. He doesn't even start. He's never started a game for Iowa. Not one game on the very good Iowa defense. But I see the the appeal of Lucas Van Ness in the bit, little bit that I watched. He can play both inside and outside. 6'5", 265, that is a great size profile for what he can offer. And you just see it. It's it's a loaded tools. The fact that he'll come off the bench, the fact that he plays no matter where the coaches tell him to play, the dude is unbelievably strong. He just gets under guys and moves them around with ridiculous play strength. It's going to need some coaching. He's not refined, but we see these guys all the time come to the NFL where they, they just have a bunch of tools. And you get an NFL coach who says, Okay, well, I need you to do this. Can you learn how to do it? And I, the easy one is to say AJ Epinesa because it's another Iowa defensive lineman who's kind of the same size yeah. profile. <laughs> but I, I think Lucas Van Ness is even stronger than Epinesa was coming out, and Epinesa's had success with the Buffalo, so I definitely see the appeal. I uh, ho- hopefully uh, Epinesa is a little busty uh, to to me, um, you know, but but he's a great rotational player, and you know. Maybe this guy is coming out a little early here, but whatever. I mean, you know, get out from underneath that rookie contract and make that big money on the second one. Uh, you know, if he can do it, he'll be able to do it. So I'm, uh, th- this is a guy that I see for Pittsburgh also because he can play interior, he can play outside, can bulk up a little bit uh, to be a three, four end maybe. Um, but yeah, I can definitely see it with this guy. So excited about him. And look, there are so many other edge players just looking, uh, you know, at like, I, I like the draft network a lot and you look and there's like so many, I mean, there's like 20 inside their top 200 ranks from Ollie Gay, Caleb Tanner, Brennan Cox, JJ Weaver. Um, I mean, you have guys like Bosky and Ushalari in here, Derek Hall, um, you know, uh, the, the, uh, Enrique Yusuma from Kansas state. The other Byron Young, who you mentioned, uh, Colby Woolen or Wooden, um, that there's a ton of edge prospects. So, uh, yeah, this is this is a class that's going to make QBs nervous. That's for sure. I think the the ones I mentioned have a chance to go in the first round. I think Isaiah Foskey from Notre Dame has a chance to go in the first round. Uh, BJ Ojalari, you mentioned him. That's Aziz's brother. BJ went to LSU. He could sneak into the back of the first round. He was supposed to be the talk of the town, but it was the the freshman. What was the LSU freshman? Uh, Perkins, Harold Perkins, uh, that that got uh, all the the buzz. But Ujolari is very good too. Excited about him. Freshman. So Ohio State has Zach Harrison. He'll probably date two guys. But Ohio State has a ridiculous freshman. I forget how. I can't say the name correctly right now. That gets all the pass rush plays. Uh, Andre Carter is the. He's kind of the Tyree Wilson size player. He's I think six seven six eight. About a month ago, there was talk he wasn't going to be able to get drafted. He goes to Army, and they had that weird bill that was going to prevent him from being drafted. But then they realized, the U.S. government realized there was a player who might get picked pretty high from one of the Naval Academies or the service (laughs) academies, and so they kind of rewrote it now. 
because I think Andre Carter could get picked pretty high too. I know I forget who it was in the group meeting. Someone mentioned they thought he might go in the first round, maybe a little rich, but I could see a day two guy for Andre Carter. So he yeah. had preseason buzz too, man. Yeah. So yeah, he's, he, really good. he's definitely at least a day two guy. It seems there's, if you want edge rushers, there's plenty of them for you in this class, man. If your team needs pass rush, this is the year for you. Let's move to the D line. Uh, there's two just extremely high end prospects here. So Jalen Carter, if their defensive player gets picked before Will Anderson, it will be Jalen Carter. And I mentioned with Will Anderson, I thought he's the best prospect that I've graded for the edge since Bosa. But uh, Jalen Carter, best defensive prospect since Quinn Williams, which isn't that long ago. But Quinn Williams is really good in the NFL, and Jalen yeah. Carter is going to be really good at Cotton in the NFL too. This season, he missed some games with a knee injury. He's playing again now. I don't think it'll get knocked. I don't think it'll be a knock on him. His production is off the charts. The way that when he first hits a guy, players, offensive linemen that are much bigger than him, move back three, four inches. And then he just gets under him, and then he pushes. He consistently gets double teamed. He consistently gets double teamed, triple teamed. Doesn't really matter. In, in the playoff, the very final game that we just saw, there was a stretch of three plays I saw where he was double teamed all three plays. The first one, he split with a bull rush, just went right through him. The second one, he pushes the guy, and then he holds up and tackles the running back for TCU. And then the third one, he just pushed the pile, and that's the one that I think Keely Ringo or someone ended up making a pick on because Jalen Carter is all over Max Duggan. Now he gets the ball out, but it was just three plays in a row just showing how dominant he can be. The only thing is he's not the huge lateral quickness guy. If you run at him, he's going to tackle you. Can he get down the line? He can, but it's not, not a strength of his. Now he will chase down plays from behind all the time. He will get 15, 20 yards downfield to tackle a running back on a screen. It is not a lack of motor. It's just moving horizontally at, at his size profile is really hard, but another one, easy top five overall pick, I think. Yeah, I love watching Jalen Carter play. You know, it's not, uh, I'm a guy that grew up watching Joel Steed and Casey Hampton just anchor the middle of the Steelers defense. So uh, watching a guy, uh, like this, it's just fun. And it's, you know, uh, back in my day, CK, these defensive, uh, interior guys never got sacks. You just never see it. Like Aaron Donald's were not happening. Uh, but now that you have, uh, rushes and blitzes coming from all over the place, um, you know, these guys have more of an opportunity and, um, Jalen Carter is one of those guys. I mean, and remember this guy and Jordan Davis were on the same line last year it's just crazy uh to think about some of these prospects that george has been churning and, out and Devonte wyatt they have they will have yeah. three defensive tackles get picked in the in two years that tells you <sighs> the amount of talent that george has kicked out that's why they've won two national titles right and yeah are as much of a favorite to win a third as as anybody right now if you watch that game so here's my question for you because you mentioned the cardinals replacing jj watt with will anderson sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com ah the sweet sound of sports you love from sling the collide of football pads the squeak of shoes on a basketball court the crack of the bat on a home run the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The snozberries taste like snozberries. I'm freaking out, man. You are freaking out, man. Littering and... Littering and... Uh, yeah. Littering and... Uh, littering and smoking. 
in this league. Break it down. Is Jalen Carter or Will Anderson a better replacement for J.J. Watt? Because I think it's Jalen Carter. Well, just to replace him physically on the line, it's Carter. You know, because, but but I have no idea. They're going to have a new coach. Uh, and they're replacing so much of that defense that I don't know if they're going to do 3-4 they're going to do four, three. Uh, what are they going to do on defense? So they just have to have someone to rush the passer because Watts retiring Zach Allen is a free agent. So they, they need somebody somewhere. So if they like Will Anderson and they're picking at three, I think he's kind of the obvious choice if he's still there. But Carter is a great pick too. If Anderson goes one and Carter is sitting there for them at three, I just think they need to really focus on the defensive side of the ball uh, this season because they have – Good linebackers. They have, um, you know, decent safeties, but it's the line and the corners uh, need to be replaced for Arizona uh, defensively. So, um, and they might get an extra pick here early too because they're looking at trading DeAndre Hopkins apparently for whoever they sign. Bidwell wants to get rid of him. I, I don't know if he did something, uh, but I mean, uh, you know, they're going to be able to get a lot for him. They're probably going to ask for an AJ Brown type haul. He's not young like A.J. Brown, so I bet the price will be below that, but it'll be in the ballpark probably, so we'll see. Yeah, whichever one they get, it's like it's officially a consolation prize, but it's a really good consolation prize. If you get yeah. one of those two, like <laughs> you are happy with that. Absolutely. There is another defensive lineman, a defensive tackle, I'd say pretty easily top half of the first round, maybe another top 10 pick. Uh, that's Brian Brzee from Clemson. He Last year he missed most of the season with a torn ACL. This year was a really tough year for the guy. He had a kidney infection, which cost him a month. And then his 15-year-old sister died of brain cancer. That was, I forget who they were playing. I think it was maybe Mississippi State. And Mike Leach made all of Mississippi State's guys, wrote wrote him handwritten letters, which is just amazing. I think it was Mississippi State. So pretty cool thing there. But yeah, it's a tough year, man. But when he's on the field, he is incredible too. Another former number one overall prospect like Norland Smith chose Clemson right away, stuck to it. I think he's maybe a slightly better pass rush option than Jalen Carter at this point, as far as getting up field. Now that's, that's splitting hairs, but sure. he's also not, he's also not as good of a run defender. He's a little, he's very tall, six, five, 300. That's really tall for a defensive tackle. But when he does get under you and use that leverage, you're just done. He's going to throw you around and, and you're not going to be able to block this man. At Amica insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 